Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Alternative Perspective with Vivian. My name is Viv and it's been a while. How are you, baby? Um, I've been busy. I've been working, trying to get that money, trying to get myself together. And in, in the process, there's been a lot of realizations and a lot of flashbacks, a lot of remembering, but a lot of anchoring in of who the fuck I am. So let's begin. This will be a freestyle episode, but I have a lot of things I know that I will address on this episode. If you've noticed, you can tell that we're sounding different. I told you people that I was going to give you what you needed. Just give me time. I don't like to be rushed, but I do end up getting to my destination. You get me? So here we are with the sound improving, baby. And we're ready to take off. So today we're starting off with the full moon in Leo that happened on Sunday, okay? Full moons are about releases, completions, the closing of a chapter. The Leo sign is the sign of the lion. It rules the ego. It represents creativity, sex, self-expression, inner child healing. It also rules the fifth house in your astrological natal chart. This full moon occurred at 16 degrees, which is a degree that is ruled by the sign of cancer, representing home, mother, the public, crowds, water, etc. What does this mean? So for me, I would say that, first of all, the sun is a masculine sign. The moon is a feminine sign. So the, the sun is yang. The moon is yin. For the sun to move into a degree of the moon is talking about the masculine and feminine energy within us coming together. You will find that there's some form of balancing and harmonizing within you. If you're connected to me, you'll find that there's some form of harmonizing of both your energies. I've said this numerous times that we all have masculine and feminine energy within us. Some have their energy more dominant than the others. But for the real ones, the ones that are really doing that work, the ones that are naturally on that path, you'll be finding that you're harmonizing the internal energies you have to become a well-rounded and wholesome person. And as a result of that, what what it means that you'll be healing father wounds, masculine wounds, and you may also be healing mother wounds and feminine wounds, okay? Remember I spoke about the new moon in Aquarius, and that had to do for some, had to do with them healing their relationship with feminine energy. So I will speak on my own chart. So I have, I had the new moon in my house of women and home and everything, and it was a new chapter starting. The house facing the house of the home, family and women is the house of men, fathers, career, public reputation, etc. In my relationship with men, there has been a change and a release and a level up as pertaining to the full moon. It is so funny and it is so ironic. Like what a full moon means, wherever Leo is in your chart, you can hit me up for an astrology reading if you'd like. Wherever Leo is in your chart, you're having a culmination, a release, a level up, okay? I feel like there's a level up in my career, all right? And I felt, because for me, astrologically speaking, I have this journal where I, where I track all astrology transits, right? And write down what I feel is going to happen to me because of this. So I already tracked this before it happened. I, I, I No, no, no. We must write about it before it finally happens, you know? So one of the things that I did write was that my relationship to men and masculinity is changing, okay? And I wanted to see how that would show up. In terms of my career, it was a beautiful thing. I mean, the full moon happened on Sunday. And as you know, 
Faiz in um, a club called the Nollywood Film Club. And before that happened, I was, I found myself asking her basically that, ah, this one that there's a full moon in your house of career and reputation and you have film club on Sunday. What's going to happen with film club that is going to be big? Because the full moon was at 6.28 p.m. and film club was at 5. And that lasted for about 2 hours, 30 minutes for that particular session, I think. Right? And I was like, hmm, what's going to happen? But... I said, let's just see, okay, as long as it's just calm and cool, you know, everything has to have this stable, secure feeling about it. That's one thing that I'm also learning, all right? So um, I entered film club, I was a bit late, and what happened was that film club has launched their fucking podcast. Yes! And I say fucking because, oh, if you know the way I was waiting, I said, ah, this film club! When they launch their podcast, things are going to get real. So for me... You know, in that moment when I was just there and that happened and they said they've launched a podcast, I, I cannot tell you how it was that I felt. I felt like my heart was so big. I felt so happy. Oh, no, 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 no. It was pride because the lion has to do with pride, right? For me, I don't know. Ah, God, you know. Ooh, even saying it, oh no, I felt so much pride. The way I slept, I slept with a big chest. I woke up with a big chest. I love podcasts. I love speaking. I love Nollywood. I love films. You get me? So to have an aspect of myself here doing my thing and then the public persona of me, Fi, out there doing her thing. Oh my days. Now nah, you should check out Nollywood Film Club if you haven't. We speak about Nollywood films every Sunday. So check us out. I'm so excited for everyone involved, actually. But most importantly, I'm just so excited for my girl, Fi. So that's what I felt was in line with that public thing. Because you do have a different way to connect to the public in addition to how you're already doing it. Do you get me? So that was what happened on Sunday. Now, whew, now let's talk about relationship to men and masculinity, okay? In terms of... So many things to say. First of all, one of the things that I realized was that I want the currency with which I, I interact with men to be respect. I give them respect. They give me respect. Do you understand? I don't seek respect from them. The people that I have conversations with, I want to be respectful to masculines. The masculines that I feel energetically aligned. I say that because respect begets respect in the sense that like, it hasn't been a currency before. I've been quite disrespectful. Do you understand? I was mirroring something, but I find that because I'm healthier now, I'm definitely meeting a lot of healthier um, masculine energy around in my life. Does that make sense? I'm seeing guys that are so good in their friendships with their girlfriends, my girlfriends. I'm seeing partners doing well for their women. Oh, you know, I love me a good partner. Oh gosh. Show me a woman. Let me see how much her partner is loving on her and devoting onto her, doting onto her, doting on her. Sorry. I want to see that. And I'm loving that I'm seeing that in different avenues and facets of my life. So respect is now coming up because I'm now around masculine energy that I respect. Yeah. And for the others that I didn't respect, I find that because I've acted a certain way, it's earned 
they've I've earned their respect, even though I was not seeking I was not seeking for it. So they they are acting better. Because let's bring it back to the degree of cancer. Like I said, it's the cancer, is the sign of mother. Me, I'm a mother at heart, I'm a cancer moon, right? So I believe very much in discipline because I grew up in a very strict and disciplinarian household, right? So you treat people, you teach people how to treat you right. I know how to teach very well. So that is what gives about the reaction and response that I want in people. You get me? I used to approach things from a harsh place before, which is why now with growth, I can now see where softness why softness is important. I've spoken about strength and softness. The strength card in tarot that represents the sign of Leo is of a woman holding a lion. The Leo sign is very egotistical. Do you get me? So it's about learning how to balance that softness with your ego. So I used to be very harsh before. And even though I'm very well refined now and people still say I'm harsh. It's because people don't have boundaries. The ones that are saying this anyway. So I will continue doing what I'm doing and hopefully they're inspired to take the same steps when they're called to, you know? So I feel like softness is something that I've definitely earned a lot more as a result of um, my relationship with women that I love. They've taught me how to be softer. They've given space for me to be harsh and nasty. Because let me tell you something, that's who the fuck I am on a different side. You get me? Have I mentioned how I refer to myself as um, Dr. Jekyll and Mrs. Hyde? No, 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 no. My shadow side is a demon. And I really keep her under wraps. But I'm realizing that she has to come out to grow so that she can transmute into light. So that's something else I'll talk about if I remember later on, my point is that that mother thing came up, right? And I mothered people into respecting me. And this is for older masculines in my life, because once I discipline in that subtle way, they get the message. Either they leave me alone or they act better. Most times they leave me alone, which is really good. And they just ask after me through people. I love that. Love me from afar. Distance is really a love language for me, for real. Um, the second thing is that I, I want to go into relationships with men on a romantic level. And I want us to go back to my past selves and their stories in order to use as a reference point. My relationship with men in the past, when I was a, a different version of myself, was more of a mother kind of role. And this hits me yesterday. And I said, I must be very honest on this podcast about it because I want to talk to women that tend to mother their partners. Okay. It's so funny. Like life is just so funny. Don't be, don't be ashamed of where you've been in the past romantically. I think what is most important is learning the lesson, acquiring the wisdom and making different choices that are better. Okay. But that mother role, I used to bring it into my relationships with guys. I don't think it's all of them. Maybe a particular few, maybe two out of six, okay? Now, um, mothering. What does mothering mean when you're mothering a man? You're showing him unconditional love, but you didn't give birth to him. You're showing him unconditional love so he can do anything. He can be nasty, toxic, abusive, and you let that slide. Oh, no, we're not doing that anymore. I feel like it's been a long time since I've mothered a man, right? However, and I like to say mothered a boy, but let's be honest, it is what it is. All of these people are grown, right? And they should should be acting grown. So they are men, but yeah. So that's something that I felt was released, that whole thing of mothering a man. And I don't know what happened. I got wind of a conversation. Maybe I was like watching a movie or something. And the person said he's looking for a mother. Or, or somebody tweeted, 
why do why do you take it as a compliment when a man says that you remind him of his mother oh my days that that means that you will love him unconditionally and he can you know get away with anything who wants that in romantic relationships i don't believe you want that baby so what does that mean we release that we do not mother somebody that would not give birth to we're meant to be the partners we're meant to be the girlfriends you know what i'm saying and one day i'll talk about not being the full package for somebody that you're just dating and the full package for somebody that you're in a relationship with you cannot be there has to be something to look forward to there has to be different levels for you as a person because you're an onion you're layered right so I can officially tell you that my past self, subconsciously, we have released that wound of mothering a man. Because number one, there has been no man around. I've not, I've cut myself off from all of that. I'm not interested at the moment. I, my heart is, but my physical body is not. And there needs to be a balance for that to be okay. So my point is that no mothering a, a man, that was one of the things that came up for me that I knew was being released. Because honestly, I'm not, I'm not any of you guys' moms. And remember, there was my last episode on ghosting. I spoke about how these men have relationships with their mothers. And, you know, it's those relationships that determine how they are with two women. Right? So I really know about men with mommy issues. Do you get me? And I know about men with daddy issues as well. I've been there with the issues. And these people were mirroring my wounds as well. So I have no problem with having encountered encountered them in my life what i love is that those people can never see me again in their lives you get me it's about learning from your mistakes acquiring the wisdom and using it to make better decisions okay no need to feel shame for making any mistakes especially when it comes to romance or anything where people took advantage of you no you've learned the lesson right don't make it again so yes that mother thing was released i'm so happy because let me tell you something past me that there, there was a particular person that i mothered a lot and the thing that came up to me intuitively when I, that whole theme of mothering a man came on especially from that tweet and from overhearing the conversation i was like oh my god if i'm really being honest right i should be dating guys that are older all right and i'm thinking like you know the 40 year olds are so freaking sexy like come on uh you know and for me i'm like i'm very much mature for my age i really feel like i'm a 40 something year old woman in a in a body and i've been dating or past me has been dating because honestly i've not been dating for a while past me have dated guys that were so like it was kind of like i was dating i would say that I was actually being inappropriate dating those people when my age spiritually is 40 something and the age of these people are like 10 or 12 you know what i'm saying arrest me i should have known but i didn't you know that's how that's the image has been coming up for me like yo why are you surprised that these men have been insecure around you because the people i've dated have been insecure mitches you know trying to bring you down i don't respect a man that finds cheap shots to throw at women to bring them down i think you're first of all i think you're an embarrassment to the institution of men and uh, let me say divine men because i know how men are on a general level you're an embarrassment to the institution of divine men you're an embarrassment to um yourself in case you didn't know but you don't have that same energy for when a man comes for you you're quiet so really you're a coward and i don't do that that's not my thing you get me 
that's those are the kind of people that I was around at the time based on low self-esteem. I can say that for sure. But deep down, they all knew and I knew. No, I didn't know. They knew that I was too good for them. So they tried to keep bringing me down. I've been around a lot of people that want to humble me. And yet, bitch, I still rise. And 10 years later, you're still begging me to tell you hi. You want an acknowledgement. You want me to look at you in the eye. But when I look at you in the eye, I roll it because I'm disgusted. So what are we saying? Nobody can ever bring somebody down if you're destined for greatness. So... For me, I felt like be one thing, please, ladies, let's try and see how we can not how we can remove ourselves from being in a relationship to men that are insecure. Once a man is insecure to the point where he's trying to humble you, he's already out. There's no, oh, let me see if you can change it or if you can talk through it. I don't do that. I don't do for me, for you to say that you like me, for you to say that you want to be with me, it means that you're here to uplift me and encourage me. There's no humbling. There's no joking where it's like you're throwing a jab oh no 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 no. that means you're my sister do you get me i feel like we're sisters i feel like we're the same if you're doing that with me we're not the, we're, you're not a man no that's how i feel and that's what came up for me like you you can't like i'm and i remember a word came to me or some words came to me that somebody somebody that <laughs> please it's not even about the messenger it's about the message so the person said to me that you know i need to be more in order for us to work you understand you deserve so much more and he was right i did deserve so much more i'm a fucking goddess i assure you that if you see me you feel my energy and be like ah this girl is not normal that's how i feel and it took me a long time to get here because hello i don't know why human beings do this thing where they get so upset when people know about themselves sorry that you don't have self-esteem some of us have done the work to actually raise our self-esteem when we grew up in environments that wanted to belittle and break our spirits do you get me so i don't do the, that whole consolation prize of holding space for people that are insecure it's not in my birthright it's not in my purpose do you get me i even had a dream about it last night or the night before in which i was releasing that i've never had to dim or reduce myself for people and i've always said this on this podcast your level is your level don't let people bring you down to their level <laughs> you're an eagle amongst chickens recognize it and start moving accordingly it is what it is I mean, come on, we're always, it's always us that are in flight, it's the ones that, are, you know, in top positions that are meant to lower, cower, and be graceful to low lives so that they feel better. But I don't, I don't care about you feeling good about yourself. That's none of my business. I'm not your mommy. So that is what was released for me on a general level, mothering. I'm not there anymore. I would rather be a neglectful mom to you, men. So I think. That's one of the things that came up. So I would like for you as, you know, a fellow lady to just ask yourself, are you also part of those people that mother men? You get me? It's not attractive. I'll tell you the truth. A man doesn't want to date his mom. So let's see what we're doing about that and cut that out of our lives. Okay. So that's one thing. The second thing that came up for me that was super sexy. Now, let's talk about masculine energy. I've mentioned this before. I love masculine energy. I think masculine energy is sexy. I'm very attracted to men, but the right kind of men. Because at the end of the day, if we're being honest, a lot of these people are just good looking on the outside and the inside is ugly. And I don't have time for that. Do you get me? So I remove myself. It's so funny how you people are defective in your in your healing no not healing you are defective in your ways of being these men right or i would like to say boys because i really want to distinguish them because i now know men and i know that those ones are boys i don't care how old you are if you act a certain way you're still a child so these children right like 
you see me as somebody that carries myself as a high person now because obviously I had to change my story when I realized that I'm hanging around insecure men. And I said, no, 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 no. This girl is too good for that. This girl is too big for that. She needs to be with somebody that is uplifting her and empowering her. And yet these people are still chasing. You want to acquire something that is not even within your pay grade. It's the truth. You don't have the spiritual capacity for somebody like me who knows herself, who is self-aware. These people chase women like these. Um, like this to acquire them is a, is a chase and then to drain them of their gold hello that can never happen to me it can't happen all those days are in the past as soon as viv was born that's the end of that i became even more ruthless and let me not lie to you in this life don't let people don't let people take your light away because i, I grew up and was born ruthless However, the people that were ruthless to me wanted me to kill that ruthless side of me so that they can be ruthless to me and destroy my life. And yet I'm still standing. So what are we saying? And, I, and with that new moon in Leo, with the full moon in Leo, I said to myself that this, this side needs to come back out. I need to be unruly again. I need to destroy everything. To really, really refine a destructive energy that you have within you, you need to let it all out. So that when it's tired, you can finally find the limits and the boundaries and place certain restrictions on it that still allow it to exercise itself, but within limits. And that's where the fuck I am now. So masculinity, right? I love masculine energy, the right one, divine masculine energy. And it's sexy. It's the cherry. Meanwhile, everything else is the ice cream sundae. Because one thing I learned about masculinity, especially the masculine gaze, is that I'm no longer interested in that. What do I mean? As a former pick me, I would say that. As a former pick me, before my past self died, thank you, God, may she rest in peace. I definitely was very much for the male gaze. I everything was for the male gaze. You get what I'm saying? Um, and finally, when I grew up, when I evolved, I just knew that women, their gaze, their sensitivity, their softness, their community, their presence is what I'm looking for. Do you get me? It's the gaze that I should be focusing on. So I, I therefore realized that the female gaze, sisterhood, self-love, that's the ice cream sundae. Masculine love, masculinity, platonic friendships with men, res men that you respect, they're the cherry on top. You get me? They add to things, but they're not the main character, yet they still stand out. Does that make sense? That's how I see masculine energy. I feel like, no, no. As somebody that was a huge fan of men before, and I say fan, not even supporter. Oh, 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 I had to change that into something that was more respectful. I'm respectful of divine men, men that show divinity. I'm respectful of their presence. I'm respectful of the value that they bring when they're intentional, when they're safe, when they're secure, when they're in tune. Okay. But my focus is women. My focus is women, the female gaze, sisterhood. And let me tell you something and why I love this is that I really wasn't a girl's girl before. You grow up a certain way that makes you a certain person. And I'm okay with that. Like we never choose where we come from. We never choose our background. We never choose who we are in high school. You know what I'm saying? However, because of where I was coming from and all the mistakes I made in the past, I said to myself that as a fucking adult, I must be the complete opposite. I must focus on women. I must surround myself with women. I must understand the way they think. Because as I mentioned before, I'm sure I've said this before, I definitely was a man in a woman's body. I sought men to be my friends, my best friends. I didn't think, I wasn't one of the girls that said, oh, girls are so hard. You can't be friends with girls. I just saw guys as my comrades. I don't know what it was. You know, I saw them as my pers as my people, but they saw me as a woman with a body that they objectified. That's what it was. All these guys that became that were my friends, or the friends of past me before she passed away, 
the friends of past me, they were friends based on proximity. So they could do what they, they wanted to do or try and achieve what they wanted to achieve, even though they didn't achieve it, you know? So you were friends with me for sort of like the benefit that I could get from being close to me. And that's why I'm very much a person that likes to be inaccessible. I don't care for you to see my physical body. See me over the phone, hear me, hear my voice online. Do you get what I'm saying? Like that is me and that is enough because I had enough just by doing that. So that physical presence really is not for everybody. It's an exclusive party. So that is what was learned. That's what I learned growing up. Like men, 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 you know, and I just as an adult i think obviously in 2019 i started to change i started to change 2017 maybe i became more girl focused but still was focusing on guys right anyway it reached a point where 2019 my girlfriend was working she was in lagos she was working for christmas and she was working in this like luxury apartment place and for um you know workers that in an oil company so what happened was that she first of all was working in a branch of the office it's the same place but there are different like parts of it depending on what this business is doing like they have a catering business they have a restaurant etc etc so my point is that i was working with women many women muslim women but due to office politics they transferred me from a place where there were four women two men no five women five women two men to a place where there were four men one woman right and during a particular meeting the men complained to the <laughs> the men complained to the boss so they complained to her right and they said she doesn't hang out with us she doesn't even talk to us in my mind i was like why would i be hanging around with grown men it seemed so odd to me this was me yeah i was in my late 20s ah, ah, why would i be doing no 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 mid-20s actually i forgot how old i was why would i be doing that you know, and the boss said to me, because she's seen the way I'd related to everybody else when she when I was in her office with the girl, she said, I think she likes to hang out with women or I think she prefers to be around women. And it'd been a while that I've been working on this, you know, reverse pick and girlfriend, sisterhood, you know what I'm saying? To get that confirmation from somebody else, man, I felt so happy. And they changed me back. They transferred me back so I could work with the girls. I was so happy. I said, wow. So now I'm a girl's girl. Ah! <laughs> oh, I was so happy. Ah, because the men were so upset. I did not give them a time of day. I would just greet them. I'll be polite. But I'll stay with myself and talk to the one woman in the office. What's my business? I was so proud of myself. Because let me tell you something. For me, the way I look at myself is like I'm a mom hoping that what I've taught my, my child subconsciously can be translated into her conscious actions. Do you get me? The fact that I wasn't thinking about, oh, let me be a girl's girl. Let me only focus on the girls. Let me not talk to the men. So it's not like it was just natural. The fact that that happened subconsciously, I knew that we'd done the work. So I was very proud of myself for that. I even remember one of the guys saying, you're on Instagram, right? What's your Instagram? I said, oh, sorry, I don't feel comfortable sharing that. But you know, people are so entitled. What do you mean? You don't want to share your personal life with me? I said, no, I do not. I have boundaries between my personal and professional life. And he was so upset. And you know something? Let's talk about entitlement for a bit. I feel like some of us have grown up in this environment where we feel like when people are entitled to something that we have, we should give it to them. Never give anybody something that I don't want to give them don't give anybody their wants or desires because let me tell you something it's not going to give you the peace you seek 
It's not. They're going to smile. They're going to be happy that they had one over you and they're going to walk away like a foolish person. I can give you facts on that. So hold on out. If you don't want to give somebody something, if you're not happy or you're, if you're not like, um, sure about something say no and practice those no's to be strong there's no need to explain your noise no is a fucking no thank you so yeah that happened and that made me know for sure that ah, i'm changing so masculinity right because i've grown to this point i can learn to admire it in movies and films and you know places where you just inject fantasy you know places where the reality is in there I, i like that um yeah, but one thing that made me anchor in that sexiness that I feel towards masculine energy is making money. Making money for me makes me feel sexy. Doing something for work, doing something that I love and getting paid for it makes me feel sexy. Maybe it's the fact that I'm providing for myself. Maybe it's a way, maybe it's because it's a form of attaining safety and security. Whatever it is, I feel like me hustling for job, no hustling, because <laughs> me job seeking or me working at jobs right it makes me feel like i'm in relationship with somebody amazing i wouldn't lie to you like and i think for me personally i feel like what i've been searching my whole life is safety and security and i thought that all men were safe and secure i didn't i wasn't taught nothing i wasn't taught anything about men i learned on the streets you know and so I said to myself that, okay, what I learned on the streets is what I will freely give for women that need to hear it. Even men that want to hear it about life, because I do believe that I share a lot of gems outside of gender specific things. But my point is that I never want another woman that to feel the way I felt in the sense that you feel like you don't have a parent, you don't have a guardian, you don't have anybody to tell you the way life works. You have people instead that are happy that you don't know what, how life works, so that they can, you can be taken advantage of and destroyed. It is what it is. So this is my, you know, love offering. <laughs> Let's take a short break and we'll be right back. So we're talking about how to feel sexy with masculine energy and how that links to making money once again i do think so i think it's the safety and security that we're after okay that's why i feel that sometimes people are like oh you want to act like a man because you're independent we have taken independence to be a man or a masculine trait which is why i do believe that subconsciously women have this programming that seeks to be mated or partnered up with a man because that's first of all secures them in some way financially you know it, it's it's some form of safety from the world because they have a man to protect them but because of like trauma from the past in the past like let's say in america women could open a bank account without a man you know they couldn't open a bank account without their husband signing or something they didn't have that financial independence because the society didn't make them didn't provide that for them so they had to be married they had to be in partnerships in which there were people that didn't necessarily love them you know and that society benefited for men at the time now you're finding that women are independent themselves and you find that they're being portrayed as being masculine because they're providing for themselves but it's such a hack it's such a hack to be able to provide for yourself in a way that you think a masculine needs to do why because when that space is occupied in terms of okay i'm financially secure i'm okay what do you have to offer me beyond this? Because there's more that I can offer me. Number one, okay. First of all, I'd love for you to be making way more money than me. You get me? Second of all, if you don't have to prove something to me in line with money, can you show me your heart? 
Can you show me how you think, your ideals, your values, your philosophies, what you love, your expression, what's your love language? How do you see me? All of these people, they don't, most of these people, they don't have it all. They don't have anything to offer behind, be, be, whew, find your words. They don't have anything to offer besides this financial thing that, you know, men are known for. Have you noticed how in the home, what, when we're growing up, um, fellow Nigerians, what you used to find was men saying, but I provide for you, you know, I give you the money. So, and let me never say Nigerians is actually a very general thing. Men on a whole, some men, they feel like because they're providing the money, their, their job is done. Okay. That's it. The everything else, the emotional upbringing, everything is not is is not their forte. I remember one time I, when one of my um, my past self told her guardian that you don't play with us, you don't do anything. What did the guardian say? But I buy you this, I buy you that, I buy you this. I, I have never been so disappointed in my life, never. Okay, so buying is equivalent to um, forming an emotional connection buying is equivalent to playing no let me understand it if this is how these men think your money is enough for everything because society has told you that <laughs> society has told you that society told you that all you had to do was provide you didn't have to make anybody feel good about themselves you didn't have to love the children you didn't have to love the wife what you needed was that picture perfect family so that you can be looked you can be looked at as a success outside me that's not me me, I feel that why I love society even more now is that women are really in their power now. And I've seen so many tweets, I've seen so many articles that women's standards are so high now, we should, we should reduce it. You'll be so surprised when you're single at 80. Oh my days, you guys are the ones that needed to get married. You, it wasn't us. We've been the one doing so much, right? And it's only a few of your, of your demographic that does you know, more than they're meant to. And that's why we chair the basic minimum. We chair a man that is devoted, doting on his wife, faithful. I don't want the bare minimum when it comes to a masculine in my life. God forbid. I'm a high achiever. <laughs> and that's why even when I did my romance episode, I was saying to myself that I really, I, I can't lie to you, I need my man to just be 10 times more than me because me, I think I'm phenomenal. I can't lie to you. So I love the idea of somebody being <laughs> older, seasoned. Let me get to on your level. Let me get to your level, boo. Because let me tell you something about me. I know how to run a fucking race if that destination is something that is in line with my heart. Do you get me? I love to upgrade myself based on the fact that people around me are doing more than me. You get me? I learn. I see it. So imagine that being your partner, older, more seasoned in what you're doing, teaching you stuff, mentor. Oh, God, don't even say mentor because I fall in love with that word. Oh, if your man is your mentor. Oh, shit. Okay. Nah, for me, a love language is really mentoring. Like, you're my partner, right? But you know more about me, certain more than me in certain aspects of life so you teach me my love language is teaching and that's why i found myself being so irritated when i was dating musicians and they were like acting like you steal from what am i stealing from you you're basic fuck off <laughs> like, <laughs> 
I'm reevaluating the way I see masculine energy. You get me? I'm reevaluating what because I told you before in one of these episodes, I said I know what real masculine energy is. Call me a man in a woman's body. I shall know in my mind and my heart what real masculine energy is. I've already been here before as a man, and I'm sure I was that kind of man. I feel it like every time I see a man doing something, I'm so irritated and disgusted. It's kind of like I'm ticking. I'm like failing them for whether or not they pass the man test. Do you get me? And that's not in line with servicing me or doing something for me as a woman. It's just for their existence. I judge them harshly. And maybe that's why I've, I've been so nasty to men in the past. I'm like, do better. Like you can really do better. Do you get me? And don't start talking to me like you like you hate me. You want to humble me. And then when I really show you who humbles who and you're humble, don't come and start chasing me. Stop coming to me one month, two months later, talking about, hi, can we meet? We can never meet. You don't deserve that physical presence. Honestly, the another thing that did come up was the fact that in realizing that I've been acting like a man all along, and I realized why I used to have such strong um i guess such strong visceral reactions from insecure men like they literally look at me as if they want to kill me they just look at my face and they want to kill me bitch i think you because you recognize your dad that's the truth you see your daddy in my face is the truth because i don't know what other way you want to bring me down to what do you understand please and that's why i don't do that i don't do insecure men they make me literally puke i don't even want to discuss them again like in this place, in this platform, in this podcast, we only speak about divine people here, divine masculines, the ones that are really, really setting up presidents. I call them head boys, like the ones that you look up to like, wow, you know, yes, this is what this space is for. Anything else? Yeah, yeah, your name is on the list, sorry. And this is a very exclusive list place, so I'm very, very, very like particular on lists. Who is welcome here? Who is invited? Who is not invited? Get off. That's the truth. So that's how I feel. Now with everything, I feel like <laughs> because I realized that I was a woman, a man, I realized that I'm a woman, but I was living like a man in a woman's body. When I realized everything, and I, I then realized that, oh, this is why I know a lot about the games that men can play. Does that make sense? And insecure men. I know the games insecure men play. In fact, I would love to know the games. I think I'm being ushered into the game of confidence men and engaging with them and interacting with them that's the truth i feel that and i welcome that i think i'm very much in that place of healthy platonic relationships with men i'm feeling that as well like platonic like literally who is a real guy friend here because honestly that's what i'm looking for with men not lovers be my friend first be a real genuine friend as per it's not like you have an end goal because let me not lie to you pass me the guy friend i had guy friends i've you don't even understand how zero guy friends now as we speak the only guy person people that i talk to are my cousins I had a lot of guy friends until, and like I said, I didn't see myself. First of all, I didn't humanize myself past back then. I didn't see myself the way men saw me, objectified everything until I was in Lagos. And Lagos, Lagos was my real training ground. I said, oh, wow. So people really just want to fuck. Hey, <laughs> God. You get me? And honestly, I'll tell you something. This is once again the reason why I'm very inaccessible. I will not be giving myself to anybody for any reason. I will be convinced. I'll look at the efforts because there's nothing that should, that should like make me leave my house. You're not worth it. Sorry. Please earn that right. There are different packages for different people. You get me? There's the basic package. The people that have, that have just entered, they can only give you a, a few things. So this is what they get as a result. There are people that put in the effort. So they get that physical thing later on in life. I mean, honestly, you have to have different tiers for different 
categories of people. But my point is, and I hope I haven't forgotten it, my point is that I definitely know how men act. You get me? I definitely know how men think. It is so fucking crazy. And in Lagos, when I learned that, I would just be objectified that I have boobs and an ass and people are looking for me because of that. I said, oh, okay, so this is how men see me. Well, I'm glad that I've been able to see how men really see me since it's really about the sex. So now sex is off the table. Oh, okay. Now I would really love to see the guys that are going to put in the efforts beyond trying to get into my pants. Because honestly, I'm that kind of committed person. I'm not, I'm not a fling person, no. I mean, okay, you're with me, you're with me to the end kind of person. And if you can't be with me to the end, don't approach me at all. That's kind of person I am. So let's talk about that when we can. Um, let me see. What's the last thing? Ah, wow. Hmm. Let me see. This is this has been very much a healthy conversation for me because at the end of the day, I know the kind of energies in terms of masculine energies that I'm focused on and I'm glad that this new chapter is actually ushering that in even more. Like I said, platonic friendships with men, let's start somewhere, especially when we don't have that trust towards them. Okay, let's build a strong foundation based on respect. If you're in a friendship with a man, if you're in friendship with men, make sure that they see you. Make sure that they see you and they listen to you. Those are two things. That's how you know that you have their attention. That's how you know that they are engaging with you. Anything else, zero. If a man doesn't see you, he definitely won't be able to hear you, you know? But when I tell you that, look, healthy relationships with the right man, let's even start with platonic relationships. That's safety and security for no reason. Like, it's not like it's because you're romantically connected that this person is doing this for you. They're just doing this because they like you, you know? And they want to. I want you to know that in case you, you're someone that hasn't really had healthy uh, masking connections in your life, that there is a new beginning in that. Because you will it to be so. If you want it, you can have it. And it's all about how you carry yourself. It's all about self-esteem. Less is more. Men are not your friends. Neither are they your therapists. Okay? No, there's, there's no mothering of a man. Even when you're his friend, please. Because they will just find you to dump on you. Do you get me? A lot of men don't have good relationships with their mothers. Let's just say that. I'll be honest with you. After, out of all the men that I've dated, how many had a good relationship with their mom? It was only two. Yes. Do you get me? <laughs> Look, let's even start with the dad. So let's know where we stand, where we're interacting with masculines. But I can assure you that... Let's start to explore platonic relationships with men if we haven't already. Because I think that there's a sweetness there. There's a cultivation of respect. I, I really believe that respect is the currency with which one can converse and engage with a man. I feel like if the respect is in there, you're not going to have a connection that can even be sustainable. Do you get me? I think it's respect both ways. Do you get and respect is earned. It's not freely given. Do you get me? But let's it be a theme with which we're interacting. At least I'll, I'm speaking for me and I'm speaking to people that I feel maybe like me. Once respect is in the conversation, things can really go back and forth. Do you get me? Respect, one. Boundaries, two. Because I also started to think to myself about how much as women we take on this role of taking on the shit that men do in romantic relationships we let them pile them on us i've taken a lot of shit in my life and it's not only from people that i've been with i think it's, be it's because of the people that i was around you know 
that made me be able to take this shit from people that I was romantically involved with. You get me? But, you know, what goes around comes around. I don't mind. The best revenge is your paper. And I can assure you that I'm one of those people that people have always tried to bring down and prevent from succeeding in life. And I just want to make a public service announcement that I will be succeeding in life. Thank you. So, yeah. What was I saying? So there's this thing that we women do in relationships in which we take on their burden. Please, you're not a man's mother. You don't need to take disrespect. And that's where I was going to or leading to. Let's be aware of when a man disrespects us, okay? Especially when it's romantically, even if it's anything be rude back be disgusting back mirror back that thing to them because let me tell you something a lot of these people are insecure right so you know the ones that are confident but i'm not talking about these ones i have to talk to you about these insecure ones because they are more rampant in society any woman that is nasty any man that thinks that he should even try and talk down to you or talk disgusting to you destroy them with your words i hope that you're somebody that can do that if you cannot remove your body give them a dirty look non-verbal communication is also very powerful give them the dirtiest look you can muster i can assure you that they'll be scared because one thing about these insecure men is that they push they push they push right but i show you when you push back and they fall they fall apart and collapse like you kill them do it okay do it teach them a lesson you don't have to be so forceful i assure you it's just the smallest push they'll fall apart i promise you i've been in this game for a while it's to see whether or not you're a punching bag and you are not a punching bag darling you are not so what else do i want to say okay so disrespect from the first sign of disrespect, check it and remove yourself. I say this because we tend to tolerate a lot. Let there not be any toleration, especially in the beginning of getting to know someone. Don't let anybody talk to you anyhow or treat you anyhow. If you get a vibe, cut them off immediately. One thing that I give to insecure men is that they're always ready to pull away. They won't talk to you again if they feel a slight from you. You get me? If they feel an off tone, if they feel a certain way, they hate you forever. Trust me, I've learned this thing. Don't be afraid to be like them in the sense that if you feel an off tone, if you feel them say something to pull you down, if you see, if you feel them trying to humble you because they would like to do that, check them if you want to, or give them that dirty look and walk away. Because I can assure you that these, there's no bigger diva that, than an insecure man. They move away at the first um, glance of disrespect. Be like them be like them they are people that i can learn lessons from in that way they are men they are ready to remove themselves when they don't feel respected do the same that's something you can learn from them okay do the same what else okay i'll say this one last one in terms of like what i learned with men mm, they have this ability to to plant an idea in your head to make it seem like it's yours which is why they work better when you plant an idea in their head that makes and you make it seem like it's theirs. That's how they work. They're very convincing, all right? You have to be very aware of that. They're very convincing. However, it's that whole planting something in your head and trying to make it seem like a it is your idea. Be aware of that. They are very, and the word is very, oh, there's a word. Uh, manipulative isn't the word convincing isn't the word but they 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 play games let's just say that okay puppet strings and all of that honestly if you're aware of that thing just pay attention just pay attention and you start to see that thing they they make an idea and it's something that is always something that you don't want do you get what i'm saying they know how to 
they try to plant this idea of what they want you to do for them into your head to make it seem as if you came up with it. Keep your eye out and your head open for those kind of things. Do you get me? And most times it's things that you don't want to do. So trust your body with your intuition when it comes to these interactions. Don't be afraid to say no. Don't be afraid to anger them. Anybody that feels entitled to you for anything is not somebody that needs to get anything from you. It's about protecting you. It's about acting in line with your integrity. Don't be afraid to do the most to stand up for yourself and exert a boundary, okay? Don't take any disrespect. At the first sign of disrespect, leave, okay? That is what I've learned. Because I can assure you where I was coming from, they wanted you to stay in that disrespect and die in it. So I'm really, really advising you not to do that. Last one. With um, the full moon in Leo, we're talking about um, inner child healing. We're talking about self-expression childhood wounds are coming up in relation to your masculine and feminine wounds okay how are you raised and how did that impact who you are as an adult are you emotionally stunted do you find it easy to be emotionally vulnerable is emotional intimacy a difficulty for you it has to do with childhood so you find yourself going back to basics to Rediscover aspects of yourself that were lost as a child based on your upbringing because our upbringing limits and hinders us if it wasn't the best, okay? Which is why you have a lot of adults that are not emotionally connected to themselves. And now as I'm humanizing myself based on the fact that I wasn't humanized growing up and I can now humanize other people enough to be like i can see how the ego works and i can see how when one's will is not strong enough they can go with it and i shouldn't judge or take it personal however that doesn't mean that i should take any projection that is put onto me any disrespect i should always speak up for myself assert myself and set those boundaries i do not cater or cuddle to anybody's feelings you start to see that um yeah so that's inner child healing like another thing that comes up is self-expression what has anything hindered your self-expression or were you encouraged to be self-expressive you'll find that you're being called to do more okay you'll find that you're being called to reevaluate your self-expression are you hiding aspects of yourself are you afraid to embrace things that you've hidden and suppressed within so that you could be accepted outside because now you'll be learning about self-validation and self-acceptance you'll be learning that that comes first before other people external validation is nice lovely and is really good to have but when you have yours first, honestly, you are able to be more secure when that starts to happen externally, okay? You don't need that to give you a source of light. You are the source of light, all right? Another thing in terms of self-expression, all your shadows. Don't be afraid to dive deep into your shadows in order to transmute them into light. Don't be afraid to see those parts that you've hidden and repressed and sit down with them to understand them. They just need understanding. Okay, you need to understand why you have this feeling of not being worthy of things. You need to understand where that came from. Okay, I currently have a shadow journal, which is a small black moleskin journal where I write down my fears, my pain, and then I write transmute or I write remedy because no longer am I being stagnant in what hurts me or brings me down. I'm thinking future. How can I be creative and convert this into something that is beneficial to me? right? Think about it like that. What else, my love? Self-expression. Express, express, express. Create, create, create. Sexual energy is creative energy and that is coming up with this season, okay? Allow yourself to really bask in things, my love. What makes you feel pleasure? 
do it okay engage in all of that and try even try to be a hedonist if you want to it's okay you deserve it um let me see what else yeah, like I said, self-acceptance comes from being able to sit with those aspects of yourself that you've repressed and suppressed so that you could be accepted by outsiders. You're now learning that it really starts with you first. Why is it that you accept other people and other people find it hard to accept you? It's time for you to start giving yourself and extending yourself the same grace that you extend to other people. It's time to even have stronger boundaries because you're becoming more childlike at heart. Your real self is finding itself out, okay? Don't be afraid to show that face. Don't be afraid to be the first to do it. You have a lot of support around you, trust me. There's a level up in this house that Leo is in. Like I said, check where Leo is in your um, natal chart and you can take things up from there if you'd like an astrological consultation with me you know you know where to find me so yeah um and i have changed my instagram name i told you right i said i was going to change it it's now ethereal fi it's ethereal fi so if you're looking for me you can find me there you can dm me for a consultation and if you're still interested in knowing more about this full moon, I will be releasing an article on Medium under Ethereal Fire as well to describe what is going on in the cosmos. Okay, so things are happening. And just before I leave, I'd like to say, don't forget to listen to Nollywood Film Club to my Nollywood lovers that are listening to this podcast. Don't for Or if you just want to hear me as far somewhere else in a different space that is in mine, because it's so funny how I'm different there, but still me, right? Go on Nollywood Film Club's podcast. It's on almost all the podcast platforms. I'm so excited for this new future. I think we did a good job today. I would like to tell you that mood-wise, I'm feeling like the sun. I'm becoming developing a better relationship with my ego. I'm seeing my shadow and seeing that evil part of me that I have to train because I do have an evil part of me and I would calmly say it's, yeah, so she's coming out to just be trained so that she's refined and so that she uses her evil for good do you get me and so there's some form of harmonizing within all right last thing before i go i just got this message because the sun moved into the degree of the moon once again there's this balancing of masculine and feminine energy right you'll find yourself doing more than just sitting back. You'll find yourself being active, trying to be productive, trying to create. Don't hold back anything that is coming up for you in terms of instincts, okay? Do what you feel called to do. If, if it's to engage in a lot more sex, feel free because the sexual energy this season is a lot. If it's to create, scream, shout, act, do it. Don't let anything hold you back this season. It's time for you to step out into the light and shine. It's time for you to show your real face now. No more hiding because you'll find, and this was affirmed by the new moon in Aquarius, the new moon gave the message of saying, embrace your uniqueness because that's what will bring you all you seek. This new, this full moon is you stepping onto pride rock and roaring. Do you get me? Show yourself, show who you are, show every aspect of your being please do you know what came to my mind for my nigerians i was like their father <laughs> but normally they say it's so hard their father <laughs> basically what that means is that 
please, whoever has an issue with you shining your light and showing who the fuck you are, should take a step to the back. It's, it's clear that you're not invited to this party. Let's focus on the people that accept our light and accept us for who we are. My standards have always been high, but I found myself in low standard situations. And there's no judgment there. But now that I have the power within, it's something that I'm very intentional about. This full moon in Leo will definitely make you look at yourself and be like, wow, I am regal. I am royal. I inspire based on the on the Leo sign. Why is it that my environment does not reflect these standards that I embody within? So like I said, the sun entered the degree of the moon. So what has been intuitive and inside is now coming into physical form. The masculine is what brings about the thing that the feminine imagines. She brings, he brings it into physical form. So basically you're going to start embodying that regality. The high standard, the high standards are going to come out. The high value is going to come out. You're going to start demanding more and better because you know you deserve it. You are regal. You are royal. That's what the Leo sign is. Do you think royalty accepts scraps? Do you think royalty settles for shit? Think higher. Think bigger, bitch. Think bigger. Because you deserve it. You being here on earth means that you deserve the greatest things life has to offer. But you have to believe it first because you deserve it. But if you don't believe it, how will you get it? So with the Leo sign, think high standards for everything. Because I'm not like to you, I started to say to myself that men, if I'm having a new chapter with men and my career, not only am I going to have a level up in my career, I'm going to be having a man with the highest of standards. You get me? I'm going to be having somebody that doesn't think about romance. He just is romantic. He just is sweet. He just is, Fida, let me invest in your business. Let me give you money to put into your studio work. Oh, do you need to, do you need funding for your film? Bitch, I got you. Do you get me? Hello? That is sexy to me. And that is what I'm looking for. I'm looking for love in the high places. And I will take myself to the high place. So that let it be that my standard is what I'm embodying already. And with that, I leave you with these words. You are the shit. You are the baddest bitch. You're a goddess. To my divine masculines listening, you are gods. I really put a PSA out there that some divine masculines are listening to this podcast because we all have to come together. We have to create this community together. Anyway, we are amazing people. We have all that we need within us to take us to the next level. All we have to do is trust ourselves, okay? Express, express, express. Create, create, create. All right? We're diving deeper into our inner child wounds to become better adults to ourselves and to society, okay? And let's not be afraid to take up this crown. We are regal. We are royal. We need to treat ourselves even better. Think of a lion. Think of how proud a lion is. Don't be afraid of good pride. Don't be afraid of humility coupled with that, okay? Um, imagine that you are Simba in the final scene of Lion King, climbing up Pride Rock. You've waited for this moment to get to the top and you get there. And what do you do? You roar and everybody roars back. They're ready for you. They're waiting for you. The curtain is opening up, my darling. What are you going to do? Give them a fucking show. Love you so much. Talk to you later. Bye.